Hi, hello, welcome to Spirit Led Women. I'm your host, Katie Coverline, and I hope after today's episode, you are so freaking inspired, girl, and on fire to go build your business and your life with the Holy Spirit as the foundation. Let's dive right in. Hello, you guys. I'm so excited you're here. I'm very, very honored to be interviewing the woman I have today. Her name is Lori. We are on the same network marketing team, and she is such a vessel for God's word. See, she is such a vessel for other women who are struggling in their faith. And that is the whole point of this. We prayed before we got on here, and I said, Lord, like this is not about our names. This is about your name. This is for the woman who is struggling to find Jesus. How do you even open your Bible? How do you how do you start a devotional? How do you just start worship when you don't even know one worship song? So we want this episode today to impact your heart. I hope you leaving this feeling on fire for the Lord and everything he's going to do for your life. So I'm going to introduce Miss Lori. And the very first question I want to ask you, Lori, is how did you discover Jesus? Like, did you grow up with him? Did you lose him for a while? Go back to the place when Jesus came in your life and, you know, really, really impacted you to deepen and strengthen a relationship with him. Hi. Okay. First off, I am so happy to be here. Um, This is something that I could have never even fathomed. You guys, I was in a totally different place. Um, I mean, even just a few months ago and what the Lord is doing down inside of me is absolutely mind blowing. So I'm so excited to be here and to share this with anybody else that maybe has lost their way or has felt unworthy or any of these things. I hope that you can really hear what the, what the Lord is trying to say through me and Katie today and just take that into your own life and apply it however to grow your relationship with him. But I grew up in a, um, in a ba- more of a Baptist household. So I was always in church and stuff. But as I grew up, um, the religious standpoint, um, the rules, like, I don't know, it just kind of pushed me away from my faith. Um, and I think just growing up as a teenager, you know, it's kind of hard sometimes you hit that phase um, where you can go one or two ways. And unfortunately, I've always had a relationship with God, but I was almost in that phase where I didn't like people telling me how I had to be with him. I didn't like people telling me what I what I could and couldn't do. And I did lose my way and I lost my faith. I think a lot of the times when we go through things in life and we keep getting hit over and over, the enemy likes to attack us in ways that almost convinces us that the Lord is no longer with us. And unfortunately for a long time, I didn't really tap into that faith anymore. I lost my way. I kind of lost my relationship with him, although I've never stopped believing in him. Um, But when I finally got aligned with this community, it was a game changer for me. And it didn't happen overnight. It wasn't like I started here and all of a sudden I was, you know, worshiping in the morning and turning on worship music and diving super into my faith. Guys, this is something that I struggled with for a long time, feeling unworthy to be in his presence, feeling like I could never speak on him because of who I used to be or because of the things that I do. I'm an imperfect Christian. I will never preach to be perfect or to have it all figured out or that I don't make mistakes or that I'm this perfect mom or wife. Guys, on a daily basis, I make mistakes that at the end of the day, I have to get on my knees and say, Lord, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Please forgive me. Wipe this slate clean. But you guys, it was a constant battle for me. And it wasn't until maybe six or seven months ago. And I was just telling Katie this, that I was in the shower and something inside of me, I don't know 
what it what like why it was in that moment that God started talking to me, but it was wake up at 5 a.m. Wake up at 5 a.m. I asked him, I'm like, what do I need to do, God? Like, I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know where I'm at. I need you to guide me. Like, I, I don't know what I'm doing anymore. And he just told me to wake up at five. And I did for a little bit. And then I kind of stopped and I let the enemy keep attacking me. But a few months ago, I, I, I just had this huge calling to start this waking up with Jesus Zoom um, because something inside of me just flipped. I started reading my Bible more. I reached out to Katie and Emma and I started doing more devotionals. I started listening to worship music and something inside of me just kind of, I guess, finally released that closed that closed offness I had to him and realized that he never <clears throat> left me. He never abandoned me. I just wasn't hearing him. I wasn't letting him in. And once that kind of like switched, now it's like a floodgate and I can't ignore it ever again. You know, my favorite part of what you just said is he talked to me. And when Jesus comes to talk to us, that's not always a loud voice. Sometimes it's when we're driving for you. It was when you were in the shower and it was that (laughs) nudge from the Holy Spirit saying, wake up at five o'clock. And here's what I love. You didn't know why you were waking up at five o'clock, but you were obedient. And, you know, now you guys, she has almost a hundred women, a hundred women who have kids, who have jobs, who have stress hopping on this work with me, Jesus Zoom, that Lori host that I'm sure she would open to open to anyone if they want to hop on it. And we just go over, you know, the Bible app. We do devotionals together and all because she was standing in the shower and she heard God say, wake up at 5 a.m. And she started that a couple a couple weeks later, um, I want to ask you a question that will probably be very simple and glorifying, but how, how is life different now? What is it like to be walking with Jesus? Like, is, do you handle stress better? Are you more purposeful? Are you living a happier life? Because being a Christian doesn't mean that we don't have problems. We don't fight battles. It means we, we get on our knees and we surrender. It's, it's a different kind of glow. We don't chase external happiness. It's more of like an internal joy. So talk to me about what life is like now compared to what it was before walking with Jesus. Yeah, absolutely. So honestly, guys, I have always had kind of a short temper. I am a very yellow personality. I'm an empath, but I, I also, I'm like overly emotional sometimes where I can't handle what's going on in my life, or I couldn't handle what's going on in my life. I should rephrase that. And ever since these, I mean, honestly, when I tell you it's been a couple of months, it's been a couple of months since I've truly let him start working. And just the way I react to situations, how I can catch myself getting irrationally upset or irrationally angry or speaking in a way that I shouldn't be speaking, how I view other people's situations. Um, Honestly, just everything has shifted. And I'm I, I want to use the analogy. It's like I'm putting on glasses for the first time and I'm finally starting to see the way the Lord intended for me to see. And guys, I want you to understand, please, 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 that when you start your walk of faith, all of the things that have been going on in your mindset, all of the things that you are so used to doing and how you're used to operating, it's not going to fall off. It's not something that's just you're going to open your mind and your soul to God 100% and you're automatically going to be changed in everything you do. What's so beautiful about our day-to-day circumstances, our day-to-day life when we walk with Jesus is that he does not want us to be perfect. We cannot be. That's why he That's why He spilled his blood on the cross is so that we have that opportunity to grow and walk closer to him. But we know that at the end of the day, we can repent and we are forgiven. We're always forgiven. We're always redeemable. And that was something that I really had to understand. And now that I 
am walking closer to him, I just am able to see everything differently. And I know that my mistakes, my daily imperfections, that doesn't make up who I am. And I'm just, I'm just seeing the, the world and myself and, and everything kind of in a lens of God, which is a beautiful thing. Wow. That's so good. And it's, it's so hard when people ask like, you know, what is it like to be walking with Jesus? It's almost like unexplainable. You can't, you can't explain what it's like to just have, you know, the Holy spirit, you guys, that's what lives inside of us. And for, for those of us who grew up in church, or maybe we don't know to simplify it, you know, it's the father, son, the Holy spirit. So God sent Jesus here on earth. Jesus died on the cross. And when he died on the cross, so we can have the Holy spirit living inside of this. That means that the same Jesus who walked on earth led his disciples, who healed paralytics, who brought a 12-year-old girl from death to life, who performed hundreds of miracles, is the same spirit we have in our hearts that gives us the creativity. One of my favorite things I tell people is when they're scared to start a business, I'm like, sis, your your gift makes room for you. That is in scripture. And, you know, we live in a world where people think like they have to perform a certain way or they have to conform to what the world defines as success. And when we chase those things, it's fleeting and we end up getting burnt out. And when we just ask God, like, God, align me with the right women who are going to create my my dream of what of the woman you want me to become. Give me the creativity. Those days that, you know, being on social media and branding and content creation, I ask God, I'm like, God, give me the creativity today to not make my name great, but to make your name great. Give me the creativity and the energy and the rest, everything in one. So I can be a light and a vessel on my social media platform for your kingdom, because I never want to be known for how many followers are had or how successful I was that I want people to be like, wow, she was such a light for Jesus's kingdom. Like she kept him first in her household and her marriage and her business, because I can't have a foundation upon, you know, how many people follow me. And I think that's, that's the world we live in where people are chasing fleeting things. And if we would just surrender all of it to Jesus and just step in his presence and ask him to just put that anointing over us and listen to the nudges of the Holy spirit, listen to that obedience, that one five second nudge that you felt at 5am led us to this podcast. It led us to this friendship. It led us to impact hundreds of other women. So um, my next question for you, and someone's going to be able to really take this away. How do you start? How do you start a relationship with Jesus? How did you start? What is kind of your morning routine? What are your, some of your fav- favorite worship things to listen to sermons? Talk to us about that. So Guys, I want you to understand that building a relationship with God, he's there constantly for you. But if you're not used to doing these things, like I said, it's not going to be something that is second nature right away. And you don't have to feel guilty about that because he sees your heart. He hears your heart and he knows that you want to get closer to him, right? But waking up first thing in the morning, the one thing that has completely changed my day is starting with God starting with God. And that is why I opened up this work with, or working, waking up with Jesus Zoom. I think that's why he put it here on my heart is because he knew that more I needed to be able to, to experience that so that I could share that with others. Right. And starting my day with him, like they, you know, so many of the the people in our community, Katie, um, word before the world, right. Open your Bible instead of opening your social media app turn on worship music. If you guys don't know where to look, Katie has an amazing Spotify worship. And that is 
honestly, Katie, that's where I started is instead of listening to the music that I was listening to, instead of hearing the negativity and the vulgarity and the things that just didn't align with what I wanted to hear anymore, how I wanted to operate, I turned on that worship music and listening to that every single day, putting that in my household, turning it on when I felt empty or depressed or anxiety was overwhelming me. I turned on that playlist and that's where it started. You guys, it's those small steps to opening your heart and your soul to him, waking up in the morning, turning on that worship music, starting your day with prayer, starting your day, just listening to him, talking to him, download the Bible app. You guys, if you don't have access to a Bible, um, the U version app, is completely for free. You can tap into any kind of devotional that you need or seek out his word. Listen to sermons on YouTube. Start small. You don't have to have this huge knowledge of where to start. You just have to ask him to guide you and he will. And when that begins, it's almost like pulling out a string or a hem that's loose on your shirt. Once you pull it, it unravels into something so beautiful and he's Mm -hmm. able to rebuild you from that moment of, of just starting. Yes. He makes all things new. It's one of my favorite scriptures. And what we think is our weakness is really an opportunity for him to come in our lives and show us how strong he can create it. Wherever you feel weak, maybe that's in a marriage, maybe that's in a relationship, maybe that's, I don't know what that's in, but that's an opportunity for him to come in and say, I am not only the God of your mountains, I am the God in the valley with you. I'm not only the God of your success, I am the God of your struggle. And I'm going to run upstairs because I have a toddler. I'm not only the God of the good times, but I'm the same God who's with you with your tears while you're driving, while you're stressed out, while you're overwhelmed. And he wants all of those burdens. He wants us to be like, I am not meant to carry these, put these battles on me. He died. Like, I think it's just disrespectful. If we go a day without praying to our creator, if we go a day without praying for the man, you guys, if you get on the chosen, if you watch, you know, passion of the Christ, if you watch any of these shows about Jesus, the humility, he came on earth and he was, he didn't sin. He was pure. He was he was honest. He was, he was just everything that we're not, but he was also human. When we hurt, he feels that hurt. When we're depressed, he hates that. And it tells us in scripture that the enemy, he's real. He's not a fictional character from a Halloween movie. He is real. And he roars around like a lion looking for someone to devour. And the moment that you decide to grow with Jesus, oh, he's going to come after you and be like, this is too overwhelming. This is too confusing. Just put it down. And that's when you say, no, you're not allowed to control my mindset anymore. You're not allowed to have my confidence. You're not allowed to have anything attached to me because I'm here to grow with Jesus. So Lori, I'm going to ask, you're such a powerful prayer. I know it's probably scary, but if you could just do like a 30 second, 60 second prayer over all the women who are listening to this, who just want to accept Jesus in their life and feel his presence. Can you just close us out with prayer? Oh, absolutely. Dear Lord, I just want to come to you real and raw and vulnerable. And I want to ask that you please allow these women and men and whoever are listening to this podcast, anybody that is confused or lost or burdened and they're searching for more and they find this episode, they find this podcast, that they realize that you don't see them for their imperfections. 
You don't see them for their sins, for their past, for the things that they feel like they can't overcome. You see them for your children and that you have never left them. And if they're struggling to find their way, I ask that you please just help them open their hearts to you and just listen to the little tug on their heart to dive deeper into your word, into your presence, and to truly let themselves feel you, hear you. Lord, the power of prayer is 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 so much bigger than we could ever imagine. And I just, I just want to ask that you please put your hand on any person struggling right now, wanting to dive deeper into faith, but not knowing where to go, but to just understand that if they just start, start by talking to you, start by seeking you out, that you will guide them. Lord, I ask that you give them the strength to truly lay it all at your feet and know that it's going to take time But through that time, you're going to grow with them. You're going to evolve them. You're going to equip them. You're going to mold them. And once they put on those glasses and they truly see everything that you have set out for them, they see you, your grace, your goodness. They feel that unconditional love, that it's something that they'll want to share with every single person they come into contact with. Lord, I ask that we continue to make an impact on every single person that aligns here with us, every person that you put in our path. Like Katie said, that it's not for our name, but it's for yours. And that we can continue to just show that we are warriors here on earth, spreading and advancing your kingdom, showing how much more powerful you are than anything else. All the anxieties, all the burdens, the enemy can no longer hold those, those pieces of any person that's struggling right now. And instead, you are taking over and you are showing them what they're capable of and how worthy and beautiful and that they are already anointed in your name. Thank you for this opportunity to speak on your behalf. Thank you for using me as a vessel. Thank you for Katie. Thank you for how she so boldly speaks your word and your love over every single person, regardless of who they are, of where they are, what their title is, Lord. She does it so selflessly. And for that, I'm so eternally grateful. Thank you for every single person that has come here and and just wants to dive deeper into you, Lord Jesus. Thank you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 Lori, that was so good. Thank you so much for being a guest. And where can our followers, like what's your Instagram handle so they can find you and follow you? So my Instagram is underscore or at underscore Lori page with two E's. And guys, I do want to say this too, before we hop off. Um, maybe I'm not sure Katie, if you can post it in the podcast or whatever, but guys, this waking up with Jesus zoom is not just for our team. This is not Mm -hmm. a network marketing thing. This is a God thing. This is so much deeper than that. We don't just talk about our business. We actually don't really talk about our business at all. Our goal every single day is to open up a space for people who are trying to find their footing with the Lord in their imperfections in every area of their life to come and grow that confidence, grow that confidence right? Find that space and every person is welcome with open arms to come and be with us in the morning. So I encourage you, if you're looking for a place to start, please join us. We would love to have you a part of it. We would love to pray over you and to speak life into you. Um, And I'm just so honored to have been here. Thank you so much, Katie. Thank you. All right, guys. Have a good day. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye, Lori. Thank you. Bye.